Welcome, everyone. You are tuning into the Rise Station podcast, and I'm your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health provider. Here, I discuss mental health and wellness tips. So if that's your thing, guess what? You're in the right place. Join me. If this is your first time tuning in and listening to my voice, do me a favor and hit the subscribe button so that you get an alert every Monday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time when I upload a new episode. Please go ahead and do me a favor and share this podcast out to as many people as you can. Share it to your friends, your family, so that they can grow and learn with you. Today's topic is how to heal from rejection. You know, being rejected feels awful and it stinks, but it is possible to heal from the sting of rejection and grow through that experience. I'm going to show you just how to do that. But before I get into today's content, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. It is part of the human design to crave relationships with others that accept us. We want to be a part of a community with people who love us, who support us, who value us, who know our worth, and who can celebrate the unique beings that we are. But that doesn't always happen. It is inevitable that at some point in our life, we will have to face rejection. The universe just operates in duality, right? Sometimes we win, sometimes we lose. Sometimes we are chosen, sometimes we are not. It is just the way the world works. But rejection, rejection hurts. I mean, for real, for real, it really hurts. You know, that feeling of being the last person picked on a team is registered the same as stubbing your pinky toe, right? That hurts when you stub your pinky toe or when you fall down and you scrape your knee. That pain research shows that rejection is registered in the brain the same as physical pain, right? According to research, a social psychologist, Eisenberger, from the University of Los Angeles, California, studied this phenomenon, right? So Eisenberger and her team had a group of volunteers come in and they enter them into an MRI where they are playing electronic video game, right? And inside this electronic video game, they have three players playing and they're bouncing the ball from one player or another player hit it to the other player. So everybody's involved in this three person game. So unbeknownst to the participants of this research study, after a while of playing the game, the researcher starts to isolate out the participant, right? Making them feel excluded, making them feel rejected. And they studied 
the part of the brain. So the ACC, which is, and I, I really enjoy all this kind of geeky research, but the ACC is called the anterior cingulate cortex. That part of the brain responds to pain. Like if you were to fall down, scrape your knee or get hit by something, break an arm, that center of the brain lights up. And so that same center lights up when someone is rejected, leading researchers to come to the conclusion that rejection, social rejection, being excluded, lights up the same region of the brain that lights up when you're in pain. So that internal emotional pain translates to physical pain as well. Okay, so, you know, it's mind boggling that phenomenal happens, but most of us have experienced rejection in one form or another, right? Not being invited to hang out with a group of friends, that's rejection, right? Being turned down by a crush or a love interest, like you finally work up the courage to go ask someone out and they're, I got a boyfriend, I'm not interested. It just really just sinks your heart, right? It's like stubbing your toe. Um, Being told you're too... You fill in the blank. It could be too emotional, too sensitive, too loud, too chatty, too needy. And people withholding their love, attention and affection. It hurts. It feels really awful to experience rejection. Maybe you've experienced a long term partner leaving you for someone else. Maybe you have been passed up for a promotion. These are just some examples of rejection that we at some point may experience in our lives. Right. Rejection has a huge impact on our well-being. Rejection can increase anxiety, depression, anger, sadness, can cause us to be more impulsive, make it difficult for us to concentrate at work or concentrate at school. The effects of rejection are not minimal and it has a range. You know, there was a recent study of 15 cases of school shootings and they discovered that 13 of the 15 cases involved social rejection. These individuals were excluded somehow. So if you're struggling, if you're listening to me right now and you are struggling with some form of rejection, I encourage you to contact your local mental health professional in your town so that you can begin working on the wound of rejection because it is definitely something that is impactful and something that we can very easily treat with the right course of treatment. All right. So today I want to give you guys eight ways to heal from rejection. All right. Number one is feel through and heal through rejection. Don't dismiss your emotions. Don't stump down your feelings, but you have to really work through the painful experience of rejection, the painful experience of heartbreak or being excluded. If you're sad, sit in that sadness and understand that sadness and start to love yourself and heal through those painful emotions, right? Because when you go through it, when you actually process those emotions, you build coping muscles. So you get stronger. Not to say that everybody wants to keep being rejected, but you know that you can come back from it because you have experience in dealing with it. 
Number two is love yourself unconditionally. And this means be compassionate with yourself. This means don't start to engage in negative and critical and judgmental self-talk. This means being compassionate with yourself, being kind with yourself. Don't abandon yourself because, you know, rejection can put us into a very dark spiral and we can start turning on ourselves. See, if I wasn't just this way, if I was a little more prettier, if I weighed less, if I did this, and what we're essentially doing is abandoning ourselves rather than understanding that not every relationship is for us. Not every person is for us. Sometimes it's just not a good fit, which brings us to number three is Understand what is meant to be for you will be for you. Sometimes we try to chase things and it runs further away from us. Sometimes we are just not in good alignment with what it is that we want. Maybe the timing is off. But when we operate from a radical acceptance, it is what it is. If it's meant for me, it will be. It releases that. It allows us to surrender to whatever course the universe is taking us in or whatever course our life path is taking us in. So rather than trying to force things, if we see things are not in alignment, we can surrender them rather than trying to hold on to dear life or rather than abandoning ourselves or rejecting ourselves when we don't get the external validation from people. All right. So I want you to really take a look at how you're thinking about things. Number four is know your worth. I always go back to self-worth because when you have a good foundation, it is very hard for people to shake your core. It's very hard for you to lose your bearings. So having a strong sense of self is a good foundation and you will be prepared to deal with life as life comes. Whether you're rejected, whether you are excluded, you have a good sense of protective factors to protect yourself. All right. So know your work, know who you are and what you bring and what your value is. And don't let external things outside yourself shake you away from that or deter you from your inner knowing of who you are, your value, what's important to you. All right. Number five is stop negative self-talk. Stop that in its tracks because when you get rejected, you will start to question yourself like, oh, I knew I messed this up or that negative self-talk that says I knew it wasn't going to work out. They eventually leave like everyone else does. So that negative self-talk keeps you stuck and it blames you and, and what you bring rather than more encouraging talk. Well, I guess it wasn't meant to be or perhaps this wasn't a good fit. Perhaps there's something better out. See the difference there. One is very pessimistic and the positive and encouraging are more optimistic. Okay, what's next is moving forward, whereas negative self-talk will keep you stagnant and stuck. And we don't want that. We want to constantly keep growing. We want to use rejection as a growth, a launching plate to whatever is next for us. Number six is accept the rejection as a poor fit and not indicative of who you are. So just because someone rejects you, doesn't mean that you're not valuable. 
right? See, it goes back to that knowing your self-worth. If you have a strong foundation that is internally based, you won't need to look for that externally and you won't need to corroborate how you feel inward by external validation. You know who you are. But sometimes rejection is just a misfit. You know, you're not understanding that you're not always going to be everyone's cup of tea. Everyone's not going to be your cup of tea. You're not going to align with everyone's mission. So you might have a mission to go in this direction and their mission might be pulling them in another direction. It doesn't make either of you bad people. It just makes you out of alignment and that's okay. They can go on their path and you can go on your path. But understanding that really takes the sting out of rejection. So you're not internalizing it. Like there's something wrong with me. And that when you start asking yourself questions like what's wrong with me, that's hitting at your core value. And that leaves room for shame to manifest. And we don't want that, right? We want to constantly be growing through these experiences. So allow this to be a moment in time, something along your life path that you had to learn from, which brings me to number seven, look for the lesson. All right. Rejection teaches us something. I believe that everything that happens in our life, whether good or bad, is going to teach us something, is going to help us evolve into the person we were meant to be. So if someone rejects you, if you don't get that position, if you don't get that partner, if they leave you for someone else, what is the lesson in this? How can I turn this crisis into something that I can use for my evolution? How can I turn this crisis into a lesson? What did I learn from this? What did I learn about myself? Maybe that, you know what? I can pick myself up after a terrible breakup that maybe I gave too much in this relationship. Maybe I saw the red flags and ignored them. I can learn that I am more resilient, that even if people decide to leave my life, I can continue on my purpose, continue on my path and what's next for me will be coming. All right. It's all about perception, right? Your mind is going to be what your reality is. So you can choose to be pessimistic or you can choose to be optimistic, right? You get to choose the quality of life you want by the quality of your thoughts, right? So look for the lesson. Always look to grow and learn. Number eight is practice forgiveness, Practice forgiveness for the person who has rejected you, right? Because holding on to resentment, anger, frustration is only keeping you stuck. And practice forgiveness for yourself. Maybe there were some things that you did in the relationship or that some missed opportunities that caused this rejection to occur. Again, look for the lesson. So how can I grow from this? And treating yourself with compassion and forgiveness so that you can lay down those burdens and continuously moving forward. The goal is always to move forward and never backwards. Okay. Number nine is get support. Lean on your support network. Lean on your friends, your family, a therapist, a coach, a life coach, a pastor, but lean on someone you trust to support you through this time so that you can move forward. 
And number 10 is keep things in perspective. One rejection doesn't mean that you're always going to be rejected, right? Let's say you apply for a school and you don't get into that. That doesn't mean, oh, everybody's going to reject me. Let's say you apply for the position and you don't get selected as that candidate. It doesn't mean you should stop applying for positions, right? So keep things in perspective. The more you go out uh, for these interviews, the more experience you have in interviewing, the better you get at interviewing, the better you get at knowing what these questions are, and the closer you are toward success. All right. So keep that in mind. As human beings, we have the need to belong and be connected. And when that doesn't happen, it is painful. But painful moments in our lives bring beautiful transformations. If we allow ourselves to heal, everything in life, both good and bad, that happens to us can be used for the greater good if we allow it to. Healing only comes after you've been hurt or injured. When we heal, we can turn the pain into purpose. We know what it's like to be rejected, not chosen, overlooked. So we look for opportunities to be welcoming and empathetic to others, right? We have that choice. We have that choice to show up in the world that way. We can work on being more inclusive because we are sensitive to the harm that rejection causes. And that is not only healing for you, but it's also healing for the person who is on the other side of that kind and warm and welcoming act. This can make a huge difference in the lives of anybody you come in contact with. Here's what I want to leave you with. We don't control what happens to us, but we can control how we allow it to impact us. See, living life fearing rejection will stop you from being free, but it also will ensure that you are rejected more because you're giving your energy and focus to not being rejected. So you essentially call in more rejection. Instead, I want you to focus your energy on healing so you are prepared to handle whatever life throws your way. So if rejection comes your way again, because you've done the work on yourself, because you started to heal, you are better prepared to deal with that. So focus on healing and not avoiding. Focus on healing so that you can welcome in the people who will accept you. So you can welcome in your soul tribe. All right. That's all I have for you today, Rise Tribe. Remember, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.